0: standing for our scripture this morning found in Luke chapter 15 beginning with verse 1 Luke 15
1: 1 God is good all the time all the time
0: amen Luke 15
1: 1 I think we all need to give God a hand that song was awesome
0: amen amen
1: Now the tax collectors and sinners were all gathering around to hear Jesus. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law muttered, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Then Jesus told them this parable. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it in on his shoulders and goes home. Then he calls his friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost sheep. I tell you that in the same way there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 91 righteous persons who do not need to repent.
0: Let's bow our hands in a word of prayer together. Lord, we thank you for your word here today. We thank you, dear Lord, for your blessings, and dear Lord, we thank you today for never giving up on us, for knowing, dear Lord, that wherever we are, whatever we are facing, whatever dilemma or obstacle in our life that we may be experiencing right now, dear Lord, to know that you are there to give us the strength and encouragement that we need. Bless us this morning as we share your word, in your holy and sweetest name we pray, amen. You may be seated. I tell you that in the same way there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than the 99 righteous persons who did not to repent. Question this morning: Have you ever heard these words before? Rerouting. Rerouting. Have any of you ever been lost on a trip before? Now you' all have, we're in church. Y'all want to do this again? Have you ever been lost on a trip before? Amen? How's it feel? How's it feel? It took me forever to get used to our GPS. How about the rest of y'all? I'm just not used to people giving me directions, are you? That's just not part of my mindset, I don't believe. I remember the first time I used it. Paul Mills enjoys putting his own directions in Paul Mills' mind, doesn't he, Sheila, right? Right? I don't like listening to that little lady tell me what to do. I've had enough backseat drivers, amen? Now I've got a front seat dash driver, right? Telling me where to go, and what directions to do. So most of the time when that GPS is telling me what to do, most of the time I'm going to add some of my own directions in there too. Y'all ever done that before? Remember you're at church. Yes, you have, right? You, you, you put your own directions in there a little bit. And then all of a sudden you start hearing what? Rerouting. Please turn around. Please make a U-turn. Please take the next right. And, of course, I'm always, well, it'll work out, won't it? I'll I'll find out where I'm at. We went on a trip one time, and I passed the gas station, the same one, I promise you, three times. And Sheila kept looking at me going, honey, you're ever going to stop? And I was like, no. It's a man thing, ain't it? We ain't going to stop. Well, some of you don't remember this. But some of you will. Do you remember the days before GPSs? Any of you remember that? I remember those days. You know what we had? We had maps. Maps that after you unfolded the first time, what? You could never fold it back again. Some maps were in a big ball. You just watered them up and threw them back in the glove box. Some of them were all over the place. Maps were very interesting. And maps, you had to learn how to what? Read. Now, here's what would happen in our car. I would be the one driving, and Sheila would be, this is what we called it in our car. I don't know what you called it in your car, but she was the map reader, right? The map reader. And I'd be going down the interstate, or Sheila knows what's coming. Look at. We're going down the interstate, and I'll be driving, and we're deciding if we need to get off the interstate or not. And I'd look at Sheila and say, honey, do I need to turn? Now, this is when you know you're in trouble and you're lost. Here's Sheila. I don't know. <laughs> Which way does this thing go, anyhow, right? And we'd have it all turned all over the place and all these things. But for some reason we would always find out where we're going. Now, it may have took a lot longer, but being lost in certain parts of town is a little scary, too, isn't it? Places you've never been before and things you've never seen before and things you've never experienced before. Those maps were very, very interesting. It's scary to be lost on trips in your life. Have you ever been lost in your Christian walk? Have you ever been lost in your Christian walk, wondering where you are, where you're going, what direction that God wants you to have in your life, where does God want you to be? Well, we know that we have a stronger source in our life than a GPS, amen? We have a better source in our life than a map, amen? When you get lost in your life, you know that there's somebody to help you get rerouted, don't you? You have somebody in your life that you truly know is there to give you the direction that you need. The help you need in your heart and in your life. We all believe this and know for sure today, there's a lot of people lost in this world today, aren't they? They don't know where to go. They don't know what needs to happen in their life. They don't know what needs to change. They know something is wrong. They feel it. They know there is something in their life that is just not right. But they don't know how to get there. And they've tried to reroute and they've tried to maybe even unplug the GPS and put it back, right? They've tried everything to figure out how to get back to where they need to be. Well, today as Christians, we know that we have someone that cares for us, someone that loves us, someone that wants the very best for us, somebody that wants you not to be lost, but somebody that wants to give you and put you on the the pathway to a place called heaven, right? to be able to give you the direction that you need to be able to do the will of God. The scripture this morning that Sheila read to you talks about how that the shepherd and the 99 sheep and the one sheep that was lost. It's a wonderful parable to think about today. But before that, you notice that the Pharisees, they always wanted to question Jesus. I want you to know something in your life When you are following the directions of God, there's always going to be obstacles, aren't they? Y'all get that? When you are following the directions of God in your life, when you are allowing God to be your GPS, when you are allowing God to be your map, there's always going to be obstacles. And there's always going to be somebody that wants to question your intentions, or wants to... Question your beliefs. Now, see, the Pharisees, all they wanted to do was catch Jesus in some way of breaking the law, didn't they? All they wanted to do was find a way to be able to get rid of Jesus. To have Jesus just to go away. Because they didn't want Jesus to stir up any more trouble. Because they wanted to be the ones that gave people the right directions, right? And they did not want others to be following the directions of Jesus. So in everything that Jesus did, all they wanted to do was question and try to have others question the authority of Jesus. Now I love there in that scripture this morning when it says, I tell you the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner that repents. That's the reason that Jesus was doing all of this. That is the reason that Jesus was willing to stand up to the Pharisees. But the Pharisee says, who is this that comes and welcomes sinners and eats with them? Praise be to God today, I'm glad that God welcomes sinners and eats with us. Amen? That God wants to give you the direction no matter who you are, or what you look like, or what you've been through in your life. God wants to give you direction. But in the Scripture this morning, we see that... Here's the key thoughts from this parable that you heard this morning. Lost, found, and joy. Lost, found, and joy. First of all, how did the shepherd know that the sheep was lost? How in the world did the shepherd know... Out of having a hundred sheep, how in the world did the shepherd know that one little sheep had went astray? Well, the shepherd, it was a great occupation. that came with a lot of pressure. See, a shepherd was hard. The number one uh, job task of a shepherd was to do what? To watch over the sheep. And not only to watch over the sheep, but to make sure the sheep was, well, it's pretty easy, right? Safe. They're fed. They're taken care of. And also, the shepherd needed to know where number five sheep was. Number what? Seventy-five sheep was. The shepherd needed to know where what? all 100 was. that was his go and he was hard by somebody just to do that shepherd had a great mighty task so how did the shepherd after watching all of these sheep in hilly terrain and in places where you couldn't just look out and see them all how in the world did that shepherd one that one shepherd know out of all of those that there was one sheep that had went astray. You know, as Christians, one of the things I want all of you to know is when any of you go astray, I know you by name, don't I? Praise be to God, somebody else knows you by name too, doesn't he? God knows you, doesn't he? He knows your name. He knows the first sheep's name and he knows what. The hundredth sheep's name. And that shepherd knew something. That each and every one of those sheep, every one of those sheep were important to him. And he wanted to watch and care over him. So, think about that. That one shepherd left the 99 behind to go look for that one little shepherd. Lost sheep. Now, if you're thinking about it to yourself, that was a risky proposition, wasn't it? Why? Because he could have went and found the one and lost the what? The 99. He could have just came back and everybody was gone and nobody would have been happy with him. But that one sheep meant something to him because it was lost And he knew that. Now this should put a smile on your face and make you rejoice a little bit as a Christian. And it's okay to be happy as a Christian, isn't it? Praise be to God we have the Good Shepherd watching over us. Amen? Aren't you glad of that today? Aren't you glad that you have the Good Shepherd rerouting your life? You have the Good Shepherd... Helping you when you are lost. You have the good shepherd to give you what you need in your life. And I want you to know something. If there were a thousand of us here today, here in Monroe County, a thousand people today that the good shepherd was watching over, and you stepped away and was lost, I believe that Jesus would leave all those other behind just to come and find you. Because why? You are important to Him. He loves you. He knows your name. He knows who you are. And He wants the very best for you. And He is willing to come. You know, I think as the good shepherd was going out to look for that one lost sheep, he knew what that sheep looked like, didn't he? He probably knew what that sheep sounded like. He knew sort of where that sheep's favorite hiding places were, didn't he? And he knew exactly where he needed to go look. And one thing about that sheep, I guarantee you this, I think. Now, I've never read the mind of a sheep, have you? So neither one of us are going to be able to say this is true or not, right? So just take your preacher for just a minute, all right? I truly believe that one sheep knew its shepherd's voice. truly believe that. And I'm sure that sheep, when he heard that shepherd's voice coming after him, and knowing how much he meant, you know the voice of God today, don't you? You know what it sounds like. Sometimes you want to turn it down. I told you that my my daddy had he had uh, couldn't hear very well at all at all. My dad didn't, and dad had some things in his ears to be able to help him to be able to hear. His hearing aids that he had got and that was supposed to be able to hear my mama when she was talking to him. Well, my dad had a tendency of sometimes when he didn't want to hear mom, you know what he would do? Now, a preacher would never do this, right? And especially your preacher's daddy. My dad would reach up and just turn him down. Well, the thing with my mom is, is mom found out something. She would see him do it. And I heard my mom do this many, many times. She'd say, Edward, turn them hearing aids back on. And it was amazing how quick my dad could hear. (laughs) And he'd turn it. We do that as Christians, don't we? We're lost. The good shepherd is looking for us, and we hear him calling our name, and we want to do what? (laughs) Just turn him down and not listen. Praise be to God, the good shepherd. He says, you know, I know that you're out there. And the good shepherd says, there is joy in my look for you, and I'm going to continue to look for you. And he says, the shepherd searched until he found the sheep. I am so thankful today that God doesn't give up on us. Aren't you? Let's do that one more time. Ready? I am so thankful today that God just doesn't give up on us. Amen? Amen. Because I promise you something, if he did, we'd be in a world of hurt. You ever played hide-and-go-seek when you were young? I sort of like playing that game. Now, some of my friends cheated at it. Did you have any friends that cheated at it? You're supposed to count to a certain number, and they'd only go about halfway, boys. Hey, that's not fair, is it? And they take off running. But a lot of times, I had to be the seeker. I had to go out and find everybody. I had a few friends of mine. They couldn't hide to save their soul. You'd see their head sticking out or the foot sticking out. Or, or some of them would go to the same place every time. Just every, they'd just go there. I don't know why. And you'd find them all the time. Now, I had other friends that were pretty smart. And they could hide. And I remember my job was to what? Find them. And it had been easy a few times just to give up. But I kept looking and I kept looking and I kept looking. And a lot of times I'd find them, and this would be the words that would come out of their mouth. I didn't think you would ever, what? Find me. I didn't think you would ever find me. Did you think about giving up? Well, see, as the shepherd was searching for the sheep, I promise you, It was probably pretty hard to find that one out of a hundred. It was hard to find that one lost little sheep. But the shepherd said, what? I went out to find that one sheep, and no matter how long it takes me to find that one little sheep, I'm going to bring that one back to the 99 to make my what? 100 back together again. Aren't you glad today the good shepherd never quits looking for us, right? No matter how hard you try to hide, no matter how far you try to run, no matter how many people you hurt in that run, and no matter how much you destroy and things that go on in your life, Praise be to God, we have the best hide-and-go-seeker in the whole wide world, right? We have God looking for us. We have God knowing what we need in our life, and He is constantly looking and looking and looking and looking. The Scripture doesn't say it, it doesn't go into great detail, and I know there are some folks who would say, well, how long did it take for that shepherd to find that sheep? Where did he have to look? Did he have to ask anybody else for help? Did he almost give up? We don't know. The scripture doesn't doesn't say that. It just doesn't, doesn't say that. I don't know what the shepherd faced. I don't know what it was. But I do know this. The shepherd kept on looking with the intent of not stopping till he found that one sheep. Today, folks, there's a Good Shepherd looking out for a whole lot of folks today, aren't they? Trying to get them rerouted back where they need to be. Where they need to be in their life. So the Good Shepherd searched until he found the sheep. And then that last important part. The Good Shepherd finally found the sheep. Finally found that one little lost sheep. I had a friend of mine that told me this i sold cars with him a long time ago he told me that he went to walmart one day with his three-year-old son don't you just love kids energy just love don't you wish you could just somehow take it and bottle it and then every once in a while when you need it a little bit of that energy you just go over and just say i'm gonna take a drink of that energy And I'm ready to go. Kids just, they got all, they run, they play, they, they go, 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 go. Now when they stop, they stop. But then they're back and they're ready to go. Well, his son was very hyper. And his son really didn't want to stay with daddy. He decided at three years old, he'd already knew what he wanted to do, where he wanted to be. And He would just run and go wherever he wanted. Well, they were at Walmart one day, and guess what happened? He ran away from Daddy. And not only did he run away from Daddy, Daddy couldn't find him anywhere. And he said there at Walmart, he went up to the help desk, and this is what the words he said was, I've lost my son, and I can't find him. You know what they did at Walmart? Shut the whole thing down. Wouldn't let a single person out of that Walmart till his son was found. And my buddy David said, you know, the whole time we were looking for my, my boy, I was thinking what I was going to do to him when I found him. When I find him, he's going to find out what daddy says about, you know, listening, and I'm going to make sure that he never runs away again. He said, the longer they looked, the angrier he got. But some, somehow that anger started turning into something else. Not only did he have a little anger, he had a little what else? Worry started creeping in. Or maybe somebody got him. Maybe he's already out of the store. Maybe somebody else has ran off with him. What am I going to do then? And they looked, and he said, it seemed like hours but it's probably just minutes. But they found him. He never guessed where he was. He was in a rack of clothes in the middle with the clothes all the way around him and could not find him at all. Somebody heard him in there giggling. And they opened up that cloth, those clothes and got him out. And my buddy David says, as he was walking closer to me, my blood pressure was up. I was thinking I'm going to let him have it. But the closer he got to me, all I could do was reach out and hug him and kiss him. Why? My one lost sheep. Why? They come home. Today, folks, that's the same with God, isn't it? He wants to have joy in bringing you back home. He wants you to have joy in his life in knowing this. Now, sure, you know, you're going to do some silly things, aren't you? Now, this is going to be hard for you all to understand, and don't shit me off just yet. Your preacher's made some silly, done some silly mistakes in his life before. Amen, Sheila Mills? Amen. <laughs> I've done some things in my life I look back on and go, What in the world was I thinking? Why did I say that? Why did I do that? Why did I act that way? Why would I do those things in my life? Silly things that you do, things that happen. But even that, God rejoices when I come back home, doesn't he? God rejoices in that. I want you to know today, praise be to God, if you're the 99, you're on the right path and You've been rerouted, and you know where you're going. Praise be to God for that. Amen? Because it's better than GPS. Amen? It's better than old map. Amen? Because you're routed in the grace of God, and you're on the right path, and you know where you're going. You're rerouted, and you're the 99. But I want you to know today, if you're the one, you're okay. Don't think you're the outcast. Don't think you're thinking to yourself, well, you know, them other 99, they look down on me because I'm just the one. No. Because the good shepherd's looking for you, isn't he? And the good shepherd's wanting to find you. And the good shepherd's wanting to rejoice and have joy in his life for you coming back home. So today, let's reroute it, right? Let's reroute your life. And let's say, I'm going to come home and I'm going to have joy in my life for feeling God there. Today, don't be afraid. I'm sure that little sheep, when it ran off, after a while, maybe it was getting dark a little bit. Maybe it was unfamiliar territory for that little sheep. Maybe after a while, he got a little afraid and frightened and wondering what to do. Praise be to God if that's you today. Come on home. Come to the good shepherd and let him give you safety. Listen to him this morning as we have a closing song.